Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Hello, kids. This is Risk, the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes where we look back at content from our earlier years. Every other Thursday we feature just one classic story from the vaults. We ask that you keep the historical context in mind. Today, in 2021, there's a different consciousness. We've always asked storytellers to speak in as unfiltered a way as possible, and yet to tell their stories with as much compassion as possible. Even so, I'm sure the storytellers and the host might have worded some of what they said on these old episodes differently if they'd been recorded more recently. As always, the title of the whole series, Risk, is itself a content warning. This week, a story that Angel Yao first shared on the show in September of 2015. Here's Angel now with a story we call I'm Cool Dot Doc. So in high school, I had this Word document on my desktop that I saved that I would open much every time I need a boost of happiness, which means almost every morning, because every time I wake up, I kind of hate myself. I was born in Queens. My parents were from China. Growing up, they would speak to me in Cantonese because they knew that it was easy for me to pick up English just by growing up in the neighborhood and watching TV. I remember in like kindergarten and nursery school, I had trouble grasping English. Like teachers would talk to me and I had no idea what they were saying and I'm always feeling that I'm in trouble. <laughs> I have home videos of me when I was little, like in nursery school, when they had like those class performance and everyone was dancing and happy and I was just shy. And so I just stood there, I couldn't even contribute. Like I just stood there and looked down 
And I think it is because I didn't understand what they were saying. When I was growing up, I always had a hard time making friends. I just had trouble speaking in general, I guess, making conversation. So whenever I talk, it would be mumbling or just trying to find a word. So I'll sound like, like that. And I think I do that most of the time because if they can't hear what I'm saying and they ask me to repeat myself and then that gives me a second chance to think if whatever I'm saying is stupid or it doesn't make sense, then I could readjust. But most of the time, they wouldn't hear me at all. So they would just be like, okay, that's, she's a weirdo and just move on. So right before high school, after junior high school graduation, I didn't want to go into another school being the same way, being shy and quiet and not making friends. So what changed this was a little thing called American Online. And I loved going online because it seemed like access to everything in the world and I didn't have to go outside. The thing that got me was instant messaging because it was a way for me to talk to people without actually talking. I could think about what I was going to say, type it out, and if I don't like what I'm reading, I could just delete it and then retype it and then send it. That translates to real life. That would be like five minutes of silence. <laughs> but online, it's like I could do all that, but it seems instant, and that's what I liked about it. And there's no face-to-face -face interaction, so they can't judge me on how I look or how I sound. I found that I was pretty funny online and pretty smart <laughs> and I could hold conversations so I just love talking to people online and so I noticed that you could search through profiles so it searched Townsend Harris that was the high school I went to in Queens I could see all these kids who are already in the high school and to be honest, I kind of like looked for a boy's name because at that time I was like boy crazy. <laughs> so I was looking through boys' names and I'll be like, hey, you don't know me, but I'm going to be a freshman going into this high school. Do you have any advice for me? And then that would just spark a conversation. And I thought it was so clever because I didn't really care about advice for high school, but it was such a conversation starter and they were nice so they just talked to me about high school and then I thought I was set. It seemed like I already made 25 friends or whatever it is before going to high school. They were all upperclassmen too which I always liked making older friends because I felt more special. They played bass in a band or they were the presidents of the AIDS Awareness Club, which was the cool kids club. They would just talk to me and give me general compliments, like things like, Angel, you're a good person, or you're nice, you seem nice, like just really generic statements. But I ate that up. Like I love compliments, I still love compliments, and those words that they're saying that I felt like I've never felt before made me feel pretty good and made my self-esteem raise higher. So I would copy and paste those statements and create a word document labeled I'm cool and just paste all these pieces of conversations into it. And whenever I'm sad, I'll just read them and it'll make me feel good. 
So I got to the high school. After school, I was so scared to just be with random people that I would usually wait in the bathroom just to avoid any conversation or even any judgment that I feel like people are passing, like, oh, she's by herself. She looks crazy. If I don't wait in the bathroom stall, I would wait outside by the steps. And I had a sketchbook that I had in junior high school. And there were drawings I was really proud of. And so if people would pass by, they'll be like, oh, really cool drawing, want to be best friends. But that never happened. So I'm just waiting for half an hour, just (laughs) staring at a drawing I did years ago, pretending to shade in some part that's not shaded. (laughs) Um, When I try to meet most of these online friends I'm making, it was almost always awkward because I would be the one to be like, oh, let's um, meet by the lockers. And the moment we meet, they don't see me. So I would have to like tap them on the shoulder and be like, hey, it's me. And then they'll be like, hey. And then I don't know what to say. And then it's just silence. And I'm like, if we were online, this would be better. So I would just like kind of run away <laughs> pretty much. But then the moment I'm online, I'm like talking to them nonstop. And I think most of them notice the difference in personality, but no one really said anything. They just thought that's how I am. And in my head, I thought I just need more time to adjust to real life because like these people know that I can hold a conversation. They know who I am. I just need time for them to know me in not through I am. <laughs> Later on the year, I would say mid semester, I felt like I still wasn't really making friends because I am talking to them online, but I'm not hanging out with anyone outside of school or outside of online. And I thought I have to kind of step it up. (laughs) So I started IMing these friends. I want to cry and I don't know why. And they would IM me back saying, oh no, you're so cool and you're so nice and you're such a great person. You shouldn't feel that. And it's like automatic compliments. And so I had all these compliments that I could add to my document, just pages, and it felt good. I didn't feel like crying or anything like that, but I thought what a good conversation starter. Like it's creating genuine deep conversation that I thought would create genuine deep friendship. So I just kept doing that. So there's this one guy who was a senior while I was a freshman. He was like the president of the whole school. I remember him from orientation. He was very friendly, very smart, and he seemed like he wanted to help everyone. And so I was so happy when I got his screen name so I could talk to him. So there was one night that I saw Weezer for Life was on my buddy list. And I was like, oh, I am going to IM him. So I thought if I IM, hey, I feel like crying and I don't know why, maybe he'll be like, oh, be my girlfriend. So I IM'd him that, and he replied back with, hey, Angel, I think that 
you should talk to a friend friend or maybe a counselor. It's not like I'm your friend or anything. At that moment, my heart was broken, but also I was totally ashamed. He kind of called me out on it because he wasn't my friend because I I am to maybe a few times. And looking through my buddy list now, none of these, like the president of the AIDS Awareness Club isn't my friend or the person who played bass in the band wasn't really my friend because I kind of conned them into talking to me in the first place. I'm using like depression for a means to make real genuine conversation when I didn't feel like crying, but now I do feel like crying because he's telling me that I don't have friends and I feel like I was a modern day girl who cried wolf. I was the girl who cried, cried. So that was freshman year, and by the time I was senior, I realized that I had a group of friends that I was close to that I didn't approach online at all. It just happened. And I realized that there were no shortcuts in making friends that I didn't have to hide behind a computer. I have to make friends on my own, by myself, as me. That's all for this week's Classic Risk Singles episode. Now, don't miss out on our regular full-length episodes. There's a brand new one every Tuesday. And everything you might want to know about us is at risk-show.com.